Well, welcome to Practical Rambling Fathers. This is Father Brian. This is Father Tate. And today we're actually going to do a little change-up. Change I don't know. We're going to talk about a conversation that Bishop Barron had on um, how to have a religious argument on uh, to Facebook back in 2017. I just came across it in my podcast I was listening to, and I was like, wow. Uh, we want to flag that for you guys to listen to yourselves. It's only like a half hour, 45 minutes long. But we just want to go through um, things that he pointed out, um, four things in particular. Um, faith is not opposed to reasoning, reason, overcoming scientism, and um, this idea of toleration that we have in our culture and what that means and how that came about. And then the being avoidant of volunteerism. So just... Ways that we need to, things that we need to do in order to actually have a argument, and the bishop points out that it's a very necessary thing to have um, argument because true argument will lead to peace mm-hmm. because there's an ultimate truth uh, on the other side of that argument that both parties are coming to, um, and so there's a mutual um, seeking of truth um, during. Uh, a healthy argument so and that's why we want to spend that time just what father brian said so beautifully having a good argument so that we can understand more about god is coming to a truth and there has to be an outcome right and that outcome will lead to peace and that that even though there's differences of opinions we can at least come to the fact that there is an absolute truth a person of faith is able to accept it a person who's not is struggling and yet is trying to understand that truth, right? We're living in a world right now where it says an argument is win or lose. It has nothing to do with knowledge or acquiring compassion for the other. It's just if if you can't refute my arguments, then I win. Therefore, your ways is not valid at all, right? We'll get into that. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. But I just want to put put the disclaimer out. So the first thing that he talks about is faith isn't opposed to reason. This turns a lot of heads because people often think for Christians and Catholics alike is that, you know, we view faith as, as, as a supreme more than reason itself. But that's not true. If you look at the Catholic Church and our teachings and the Church Fathers, like St. Anselm, it's faith-seeking understanding. We realize the balance between the two, right? God made us in his image and likeness. What does that mean? We have a reason. We have the ability to think and reason. Yeah, yeah, that's different than animals. That's why he didn't create us first. And notice when he created the animals, he saw how Adam was sad because he said there's nothing that reflects like Adam or can think or reason like him. Right. He needs someone to understand him. So that's why he made Eve. But the two go hand in hand because the more we're able to use our reason, the more that we're able to see how faith plays a role. If we didn't have reason, right, how could you trust in something? Right? There are people out there who have been gifted with, with that simple, uh, simple and sincere faith. That this trust in God. That's awesome. That's beautiful. But in a world today, God says, no, I've given you an intellect. You, you, you're able to ask questions. You're able to ponder the truth. You're able to struggle with it. That's why faith go hand in hand. Yeah, we have a church document called Fide et Ratio, yeah, Faith and Reason. Uh, Wings of a Dove is what the council wrote. Um, Wings of a Dove need both in order to fly straight so because um, they got each yeah, other you have each yeah you need both of them and it is faith gui- guiding uh, it becomes the rationality 
of why I can question everything. Um, and I'm not opposed to asking those deeper um, questions um, because God is truth, which we, yeah. Correct. So we're not opposed to reason. Mm. We, we greatly value it. And then the second topic is overcoming scientism. We're living in that era right now. Oh, yeah, ever since the Enlightenment. Yep, after the Enlightenment. So scientism says, I can only believe things that I know to be true and that I can prove to be true. The scientific method, right? You make a hypothesis, you, you, you make an experiment, you look at the results, and then you conclude from there, right? Well, if, if our whole life is based off the scientism and the scientific approach, you're going to exclude a lot of things in life that you, one person would enjoy. Bishop Robert Barry spoke so beautifully. He's like, what about Shakespeare plays? Mm-hmm. Right? Just because you can't quantify the, the complex themes that he has there doesn't mean it's not truth of human nature or love or romance, right? Or anything that happens with the human nature, there's a truth to it. But because you can't put that theme under the scrutiny of a microscope and test it, mm-hmm. right? That means you're disregarding what he has to offer. Mm-hmm. And what's even scary, if you live in that realm, so it's all logic and not you you're not there's no self integration it's all about the mind and not about the heart yeah. because then if you really believe this then there's no room for love how do you know that you're loved how do you know that your family loves you how do you know any of this right. can't right? be put through the scientific method yeah so it goes back to the first thing too faith isn't opposed to reason there should be a healthy balance between faith and the reason that accompanies with it Right, and you can know a lot about somebody by scientism, so it's actually yeah. really good. It's helpful. Yeah. Yep. Um, but to make the claim even... That you understand it totally. Well, it's a it's a philosophical claim. It's not even yeah. a scientific claim that this is the only way, scientific method is the only way to know truths. It's self-refuting because that inside of itself mm-hmm. is not uh, conducive to the scientific method. That's a philosophical... So it's not even using its same category in order to make this claim. Sidestepping that, you can know a lot about people um, by the scientific method. You can study them. You can do all these different things. Um, But until you talk to them, and sometimes they reveal something about them that you could have never known, most times, that you could have never known by observation, right? Um, You know, wounds, pains, hurts, expressions, feelings, Dreams, all those different things, desires. dreams, yeah, desires, whatever. All those different things are actually on a unscientific level, and you have to take them at their word, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that opens up all of those things. So scientism, overcoming that, mm-hmm. uh, and then this idea of toleration. So I love history on this one. Mm-hmm. So uh, our founding father, 17th century. 30-year war over in France. A whole bunch of mishaps happened in the name of religion. Um, and so 17th century came about. That all happened. 30-year war happened. All those different things. And um, our founding founder, actually, one of them, Thomas Jefferson, he uh, he was like, well, maybe we can have religion, but let's make it a tolerated religion. So this is where the privatization of religion comes from Mm -hmm. so like i make a true claim and it's my own like little tiny community of believers and as long as we don't you know overstep our boundaries overstep our boundaries (laughs) keep it to ourselves have people like lined um 
mm-hmm. like-minded people. So religion in America, we still have it. It's a hobby. It's a um, pri- private practice. It's a private thing. It's a hobby, and I go to like-minded people because they're like-minded people, but mm-hmm. it's a hobby, so I don't expect everyone to be able to follow these things and blah, 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 and it goes on and on. So we have this um, hobby of religions, or a hobby of religion, and this is the horrible and, I don't know, horrible but awesome truth, uh, that if it's a truth claim, it's a truth claim. Which means if two plus two is four, then it's four. Then then it's four, but it's because it's true. And if I think it's six, well then I have to prove to you the truth of it being six. Like I can't negate that part of truth, and the same is true with God and His teachings and Jesus. You know. Mm-hmm. Our entire creed as Christians, particularly as Catholics, is an entire set of truth claims. Yes. Every single one of those is a truth claim. None of them are like a casual passing by. I mean, centuries of martyrs have died for that creed, believing that creed as truth. And so it's not a little tiny private hobby of theirs. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back to our Polycarp thing, you know, if you want to talk about Christian doctrine, let's do it. But you're the one that wants to kill me. Like, you know, totally giving their lives for this uh, truth, these truth claims that God is God, that there is a God, Mm -hmm. that he sent his only son under Pontius Pilate. You know, that there's a holy Catholic church, that we can have a forgiveness of sins, you know. Uh, We believe in the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. That entire creed is a truth claim. And so it's not something to be private. This is the coolest part about it. Mm-hmm. If it's a truth claim, I can't keep it pub or I can't keep it private. private. It has to be made on a public scale. It absolutely has to be. Um mm-hmm. because it's literally salvation um for everyone. Hence the scripture, right? No one puts a candle underneath the bushel basket. That's what Jesus is getting under. Right. Right. So we gotta avoid this whole we got to avoid this whole uh, being to- intolerant of toleration. So uh, we tolerate your religion. We, we tolerate what you do, and we're okay with you keeping it to yourself, but um, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Correct. Because no hobby, like, you don't universalize your hobbies. Yeah, you like, don't Just because they like it. hunting, like, doesn't mean that everyone has to like hunting. Yeah. You know, and, fishing or and we don't go around like forcing people like you must go hunting. Right. This is the way I'm gonna right. die for this. Right. No one does that for a hobby. Right. Unless it's something deeper. Right. Right. And I think what Mr. Robert Barry is getting at is we're not doing this because we still view it as an imposition. We're imposing our views on others, but really, it's an act of love. Right. If you see your child being being mistaught. Uh, a, a substantial truth. Right? We often joke about siblings telling the younger siblings that they're adopted and, and that, that they're not loved. Any parent would step in if, if that was not the case, saying, no, I love you. Even if you're adopted, I still love you. Right? We're not going to let them grow up with this erroneous idea of who they are because it could be harmful. And as a parent, you don't want that for your child. So Bishop Rob Brandon telling us that within the Catholic Church, Mother Church and God himself as a loving father says, I love you too much for you to err in your ways. Right. Not knowing the truth. Right? It's not God coming. So, 
the you know the crazy part is is going back to that you know knowing about versus knowing who's speaking like as Catholics it's God who spoke to us not us who are seeking God and so mm. that God became flesh that Jesus became flesh and so there's a substantial change in um, dynamics with a truth statement that mm-hmm. that that happened Correct. Um, so all right lastly uh, avoiding volunteerism. So this is not uh, to avoid volunteering. This is avoiding the act of my will against somebody else's will towards truth. Yep. So this is actually another history thing. It actually came out of 15th century, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, of why is 2 plus 2 4? Because God said it is. Have you ever heard that? Why is adultery wrong? Because God said it is. Why is stealing bad? Because God said so. Or why do I need to go to church? Why do because, because you God have to? So. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to, right? Um, all those different things is essentially giving into volunteerism, because what it is is it <laughs> it's asserting my will over truth, mm. um, and so I can assert. So the whole God thing is like it's true because God's will is mightier than truth, and so He's pushing over truth. Mm-hmm. And saying, no, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Versus, right, the reality is it's true because we're designed that way because God, he didn't, he willed it to be that way and his will is truth. Correct. Right? It's yeah. not opposed to truth. It's one with the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, truth and, and the, the life. life. Nope. Like, he is truth. And so you can't not say it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I believe this is one of the biggest reasons why um, our generation, you know, kind of walked away from the faith a little bit anyways. Yeah, because subconsciously it's my will. Right. So it's once when uh, my will, you know, for better or for worse, I haven't had a real encounter with God, don't really know where he is, don't really know, went off to college, and I realized I have a will and I'm autonomous, Mm -hmm. and no longer can mom make me or dad make me go to church or grandma can't make me go to church. So my choice, my freedom, my will. Right. So my will is now built up enough, or we can see this in high school too. I can stand on my own. Like once when my will is strong enough, then I can not push back. Yep. And that pushing back normally revolves around me walking away. Yep. Um, and so I totally believe this is like the thing. Like once when our will – and so this is the fun part, right? So mm-hmm. theologians said this of God, and then in the history of ideas, humanity says it back of God. And then you have philosophers like Nietzsche who eventually says God is dead, you know, because – if God's around, then I'm not free. But if, but then God wants me to. But be I'm free. A, right. But I'm around, so God can't be right. Um, but this is problematic because God wants our freedom to choose to love Him. Him. Yep. And so, and I become more alive. Right. God's greatest glory is man fully alive. Yep. And so. Um, that's the message of the gospel is like, no, you are free to do whatever you want, but you're most alive in doing what God designed you to be and to do. And your greater purpose is in him and his mystical body. Because it brings you the greatest happiness. Right. That's why Jesus said, I tell you this, so my joy may be complete in you and your joy 
may be complete in me. This is the fullest part of being alive. Mm -hmm. right? Other things in the world cannot give you this. And so it's, and so it's really the battle of the wills. Right, but it, yeah, so voluntarism, you've got to avoid it. So you can't say, I'm right because I'm right, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because that's mostly emotionalism anyways. That's uh, what we see in society right voluntarism. now. Well, yeah, no, we, that's every single argument of religion online. Yeah, and then even I just... I can yell louder and faster than you, and so I get more credit. It's, and, and, and if the person is quiet, then that means they've lost the argument. Right, versus letting truth speak for itself. So then there's no room for peace. So the therefore, exactly. I have to be louder, this, faster, flashier, whatever. Yeah, my will asserted over yours. Blessings of Christ, we're not. Which is what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're yelling back and forth over this <laughs> to see who's going to talk more. No, no, no. We, 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 we're doing this to show you, right? Because like a lot of these beliefs that are happening in society claim that they're based off of truth, but you already seen how they're being exposed, right? So even though these people are saying. You know, you're, you're old school. These things aren't true of the faith. But yeah, they're doing everything that they claim not to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So we, we just want to bring it to your attention and to know that you, God has blessed you with the mind, the heart, and the soul. So uh, use it. And Mr. Barron did a way better job of explaining this. Than us. Than ever. Uh, than us. And so bringing these things up to have a religious argument. We'll put his tagline in it's on podcast form and on Facebook and elsewhere on the web. So Amen. super encourage you to listen to it. It's so eye-opening. It was yeah, super eye-opening to me, especially this volunteerism. Um, and then Amen. lastly, this is the big thing about especially arguments and things, is you have to seek to understand your opponent and listen to them. Yeah, it's a walking. walking. You have to, um, no matter what point of view, no matter how... Um, I don't know what's the right word. Different it is from your own point of view. Mm -hmm. um, they have you opinion. have to listen to them and understand and not talk into it. I'm really bad at this, but um, to talk into, instead of talking at them, ask them, you know, the deeper questions and stuff um, and yeah. walk with them and let actually understand where they're coming from because yeah. until you do that you miss the person in front of you and then Correct. you're just talking ideas that you know God wants to save everyone so Amen. you could be you hopefully are that vehicle mm -hmm. um, so um, yeah. to be able to calm our own and exactly it's to love to love the person in front of you and to listen to them right. Amen. so thank you so much for listening to our podcast we hope that this was helpful for you and please check out bishop robert Barron's talk um it, it's for even both of us as parish priests and pastors it brought a lot of things out to light that we ourselves can change right this is the beauty of faith it takes great humility to always grow and trust in the lord so thank you for tuning um, into our podcast and so until next time we shall see you stay holy my friends peace out